Welcome to the Trying to Can podcast. We are Olga and Angela, and in this podcast, we casually discuss our journey to be more conscious in everyday life, the small steps we take, the fuck-ups we make, the struggle of trying to can, and much more. Hey guys, welcome to our new series of short episodes where we try to normalize unpopular ideas. This is an addition to the long format episodes, so if we see any interest in any of these topics, we might also make an entire episode about it. So, today let's normalize crying at work. Oh yes, baby! <laughs> Why do we need to normalize crying at work? You know, I think many people would be like, what are you talking about? It's, you know, such a sign of weakness. It shows that you cannot deal with stress. It shows that you cannot, you know, deal maybe with your responsibility, with pressure at work, that you cannot manage your emotions. So maybe you're emotionally unstable. So I think I can come up with a whole list of why we shouldn't do it. And I think that would be a popular opinion yeah. again. But we are here for unpopular <laughs> ones. <laughs> I think the main reason to to cry at work is to just show the other person how shit of a colleague or how shit of a, a manager, manager they yes. are. I love it. You know why? Because crying in front of someone takes a certain level of vulnerability and courage. But crying at work is the next level. It's like the next level of strength, courage and vulnerability to pretty much set your healthy boundaries and just show that you are human and you have emotions and certain things does bother you. I've heard stories where people cried in the bathrooms, they went outside and really tried to hide it and not be seen. But the problem with that is that the people who actually triggered you crying will never know it because you're going to exit the bathroom try to put like a normal face back and fake that you are okay but you might not be okay and to be honest I do understand the perspective that we are responsible for how we feel like we cannot feel in a certain way without our consent like I get that but we are all human beings we're all trying to can and and certain things do get to us certain things do affect us and I have been through that, meaning I've been through, you know, cases where I felt like crying, but I oh, held it in because I was like, no way, I'm not showing that I'm weak or sensitive. But then I also have examples and situations where I did show my vulnerability and I actually shed some tears in some very honest, raw conversations because I just couldn't take it any longer. So there was this colleague from a completely different department that I was working with and I did, like I organized a whole workshop and then um, I was supposed to send the kind of the outcome of the workshop to the main stakeholders. And then he writes me, okay, let's align on that email. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And then I wake up the next day and I see him sending the email with the outcome from the workshop that I organized and I, you know, set up and I worked closely with other colleagues to kind of put the agenda and everything. I was like, what? This is literally like taking credits for the work that you have not done 
portraying yourself as you know this guy who did it all like all the work this is not how I function like I cannot work in such an environment like I cannot work with colleagues that I cannot trust and they do these kind of things to me so what I did is like I set up a call with him and then in that call I shared how it made me feel so when I had that call it was I think the next day so I did have a little bit of time to reflect on the situation and I did let the emotions to cool down a little bit but essentially I told him you know look this is how it made me feel I didn't appreciate it this is like I felt like you went behind my back Um, and then of course he was like no that was not my intention as they always do and I was like you know even though it was not your intention I just don't want this to happen again while I was sharing how I felt like I did shed some tears and he saw that so I am glad that I did it like it was not my intention to cry but it was just an honest raw conversation and I just wanted him to know how it made me feel and then he actually proposed okay let's just work through how we want to do it in the future like how we want to team up what are the things that you are responsible of and what are the things that I will be responsible of and to be honest it really made a difference just having that honest conversation and yeah pretty much after that our interaction were more professional more respectful even though you know we were not besties or anything after that but it's just set a tone to a healthy dynamic that I could do my thing he could do his thing and then you know we we don't have to break down so yeah but do you think that in your case it was really the crying part that make it made a difference or just the fact that you had a confrontation and then tears was just let's say a consequence of it because you just got very emotional in the process Mm. I think a combination of it like I was speaking facts and I was also speaking how it made me feel I think this is quite important because if you just cry without explaining how it made you feel what exactly was was it that it bothered like the other person cannot take any actions and it's something that would just be oh she's like overreacting or he's overreacting they're just emotional but I did my reflection before that what exactly I didn't like what exactly Mm -hmm. triggered me how it made me feel and then I just told these things and then the crying was like a reaction but then basically for you there were no bad consequences of your crying no I mean why would it be And I know that that could be one of the fears that people have that, you know, there might be consequences and then you might be perceived all these things that you mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if a situation made you feel in a certain way, I think you should own it. And if in that moment your emotions externalize in crying, then so be it. Why suck it up? Why internalize it? Why let it eat you inside out? Instead, you can externalize it, reflect about it a little bit. If you happen to cry because these things are really, I mean, at the end of the day, it's human's emotions and it's something that is affecting you, let it be. You know, let them know and let them see the tears. 
Exactly. And in this case, what I like is that you say reflect on it first a little bit and maybe wait to have this kind of conversation because then otherwise you go hysterical and maybe that's not the thing that we yeah, should normalize. Yeah, yeah. It's in a sense, I think when you're in that state of mind, you cannot really think rational. And as you say, you cannot really bring the facts and clearly state what is it exactly that is hurting you that much. You, you are just like, you're just crying. Maybe that is not the best strategy because I think that can... Be perceived uh, like immature in a way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But if, as you say, you kind of clearly state the fact, you thought about it, and then it's not your really intention to cry. It's not that you go there crying, but it just happens. happens. Just let it, let it out. Yeah. I think I also had a situation where I cried once. I cannot recall the full context because it wasn't with the person who was frustrating me. It was actually the only person that I felt is supporting me. I cannot really recall what was it about, but I remember that it was in the times of my internship still. And that was, as I mentioned, the only person that I felt I could be honest with and I could could be transparent with. And as you say, I just went there to have a conversation. And then in the end, it just happened that I was crying. And I'm pretty sure he was like, what the fuck is happening now? Because he's not even my direct manager or mm. anything. But he really took it like a man <laughs> i think he saw that the, th those were the points that actually bother me and that i've been frustrated with it for such a long time and, and again as you say there was no uh turn for the worse i think on the contrary it really made us even closer with that person and i think it just always let us have those open and honest conversations about how we feel what is happening What can we do about it? And then if we both didn't know what to do about it, then we were just like, well, it is what it is. Mm. But in that sense, I think it also kind of breaks this barrier. Yeah, uh, the eyes kind of, yeah. you, you set the standard to a very honest conversation and a very honest, transparent relationship. Yeah, and of course there will be people who will not take it well. I think especially more old school male managers who probably oh, yeah. will just destroy you afterwards but maybe in that sense that's also a signal for you that that's not a place where mm -hmm. you want to be a hundred percent now that you were talking i also remembered another case so apparently i cried more than once i'm hysterical <laughs> <laughs> basically uh, it was with my kind of supervisor i mean she was acting as a manager i was reporting to someone else but you know she was kind of in the middle and there was this very gossipy environment in our department and it was very negative I just joined the team and everyone was gossiping people were like oh when are you when are you leaving and I'm like well I just joined like I was happy to get a contract and they're like yeah but it sucks here like you should just already think about leaving so it was a very negative drowning experience and I remember I was in a room with kind of my manager at the time And, you know, she asked me, how am I? And, oh, Lord. <laughs> she knew all about it. <laughs> the tears were coming out. <laughs> Sometimes it only takes someone just like genuinely asking you how you are. These kind of moments you cannot fake and, and you should let your tears out because then she could also tell to her um, managers, you know, that guys, like we need to do something about it because... Even new joiners are feeling affected about it. So I think letting it out, in this case, it was also like a safe environment and I felt very kind of supported uh, by her. But it helps because eventually 
people will know and then they can act upon it. If you are in the right teams with, you know, people who really care to make like the the working environment a healthy one and a supportive one and yeah. That's actually a great example and I really wish that more companies would take that as a uh as an example because I've experienced a situation when a lot of people are frustrated and this frustration is already not really hidden so it's obvious in different kind of Q&A sessions surveys and so on but then what you get as a response is that these are just opinions of individuals and that's not overall spirit of the team mm. and then you're like completely ignored basically you're completely ignored and yeah of course in that point probably it wouldn't make sense to cry because there is a chance it wouldn't affect anything to be honest yeah But all in all, let's normalize crying at work. In our situation, it did help us. Uh, It did help us to create more meaningful connection with our co-workers. It helped us drive the change and try to, you know, make it also better for others. It helped us to make people aware of how they make us feel and try to figure out how you can continue working together. So... It's not always bad. It's not always that scary. Just try it out. And until next time. Bye. Bye.